Welcome into the Train with the Best podcast. I'm Craig Hoffman. Chris Gores. And today we're talking about what we did last week. Uh, we had our first ever corporate training as Train with the Best uh, practitioners, if you will. Uh, Chris has obviously right. done education all over the world. I've done uh, education uh, within the company that I used to work for and, and in some other ventures. But for the first time, we got to collaborate together and uh, we worked with the fine folks at Solid Core. And Chris, I had a lot of fun, man. It was it was really cool to be able to do that with you and uh, with that, that training team, uh, that small group of people that we got to work with. Yeah, definitely, um, definitely a lot that that I learned from it as well. Um, yeah, you know, and that's what that's what I love about these things is because I get to learn quite a bit uh, myself and personally, and then obviously being able to share some of my experiences and and some of my ideas and and what I think works and what I think doesn't work, um, and, and where I think there are places we can help. Um, so yeah, it was it was a great experience for me, um, and and. Obviously, a huge thanks to Triana and Taylor and the entire team over there at SolidCore. Yeah, for sure. And uh, much to the delight of my fiance, you finally took your first SolidCore class. Uh, right. Much to her chagrin, it was not her class. Uh, but <laughs> it was great uh, for you to be able to take a class uh, and, and just kind of pop in on one without any of the pretense, uh, especially literally between day one and day two of, of our seminar, if you will. Uh, but would you like having heard about it uh, and and even talked to the the training team on that first day? Like, what do you think of the actual classes you took it? Um. So I, I take it. I, I observe a lot. Like I observe a lot of things. Obviously, there's there's the workout that you have to do, and you have to try to um give it give it a good honest try so that you get the real experience, right? Um, yeah. And then, and then there are other things that I'm trying to observe as well, just the, the, the experience that you create, right? Like I've always said before that our, our job is not necessarily just to train people and give them the education in science. Our, our job is an art. It's a performing art. Like you have to go out there and perform, deliver an experience. And that starts with everything from, you know, like... I, I will say I, I did miss out on some of the, the regular onboarding that a first timer would have, right? Like the emails and the welcomes and the chats and all the other stuff. So right. I missed out on a little bit of that, but and, and that's okay. But, you know, from, from the jump, I'm, I'm coming into the studio and, and I notice things like there's a door code, right? There's a door code to get in for, for everybody's safety, which is great, especially when you have a studio in D.C., right? So there's, there's number one. Um, the cleanliness of the studio, uh, the preparation of the instructor, you know, there's, do they know what to expect? Do they know how many people are going to be in class? Do they know everybody's name? All those other things. Um, are they going over the, the checklist of things that I need to know? Right. So like I'm observing all of that and it was a, it was a really good experience. Um, Jackie was our instructor down at the, was it the Shaw the studio? Shaw studio yeah. Yes, and she did. She did an amazing job of of making sure that I knew where I was supposed to be. Uh, she she told me like when the transitions were coming um, and, and what to expect. And you know, I tried to take in the entire experience, right? Like the lighting, the music, like every everything. Everything is a part of the experience when you go to Solid Court. Yeah, and I think what's like kind of important to point out about that stuff is that stuff will go unnoticed by the average person unless it's wrong. And that's kind of like the the downside of it is there's so much that you have to do, so many details that you have to hit that go so unappreciated. But 
if you have anything from like the music being too quiet or too loud to um, obviously I think more noticeably a studio space is not clean or a lobby space is not clean. Like those are the prerequisites to having a good time or a good experience. But man, when, when, and they go unnoticed because they're kind of the standard, but when those things aren't taken care of, uh, Clients, clients notice real fast. And so yep. um, the fact that all the, those kinds of stuff is taken care of speaks well, I think, of, of any company. You know, it's something I've always noticed, even about your space at Onyx. Like whenever we would, I, I go in there, it looks the same every time. Like there's, there's a responsibility that those that work there have. And I think that that's one of the challenges I always faced in like a big box gym is like when you're there and you have you know, a seven to whatever training set, seven to 10 a.m. block of training, right? And you could walk in at seven and, and everything's pristine and you could put everything back. But as you watch the gym just deteriorize over those three hours <laughs> because you have, you know, 300 members go in and out of the doors churning through through that time, like it, it's tough to keep a space like that clean. And so, um, I never, you know, I worked in, I worked at one life for six years and never found a good solution because at the end of the day, there's just too many people that can mess it up. So, um, it's kind of funny too many variables, right? Like, cause in boutique fitness, it's a little bit different, especially when there's scheduled classes and you get to have a little bit more control of who's in and out of the studio. Um, so yeah, that's one of the things that, um, you can and should deliver if you're in boutique fitness because you can control what's happening in the space and the big box is very different. There's only so much you can control, but the the principle is still the same. The things that you can control, Mm -hmm. you need to be on top of, right? So they, they do a good job as a company. They do a great job as, as instructors and trainers and as a team, just to make sure that, you know, there's a, there's a solid core experience that, um, everybody that goes through a class gets that same experience. And, yeah. and that's a that's a good thing, right? That's a great starting point. And then, you know, how how do we improve that? Is is always like that's always going to be a question. That's 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 something that good companies are always going to try to answer because if you think that you have it figured out, then uh, you're probably going downhill from there. Yeah, and that's why you pay for that boutique fitness experience is because you do get a little bit nicer experience. You get some of that personalized attention, obviously, and all those things during a class. But you also get a night, which you hope is a nice repeatable experience where when you walk to the gym on any given day, there's, there's no telling, uh, what, what you might run into. The Trend with the Best podcast is brought to you by Super Coffee, and it's a new month, and that means we are ready to give away more Super Coffees. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, at TrainWithTheBest21, and we're going to give away $100 worth of Super Coffee within the next couple of weeks. So you make sure you're following right now. Train with the best 21 on Instagram. We're going to do a $100 super coffee giveaway. And depending on exactly when we place that giveaway, your $100 worth of free super coffee could include my favorite flavor of the year. That's right. They always rotate their seasonal flavors. And in the winter, it's the peppermint mocha. And I just got an email saying the peppermint mocha is coming within the next couple of weeks. So make sure you go to drinksupercoffee.com. Grab that last batch of maple pumpkin. Maybe you get a couple. That way you can store some if you want to mix and match all the way into December and January. Maple pumpkin out now. Peppermint mocha coming. Drinksupercoffee.com is the place, and the code is train with the best. That is for 25% off your first order. Train with the best at drinksupercoffee.com, the healthy, delicious alternative to coffees that are inferior.
Were you sore at all the next day, or did you somehow avoid that? Uh, I wasn't that sore. I wasn't. But, alright, so like... Okay, lucky you. I I try to go into, (laughs) like, okay, so the big thing, and and we talked about this, I'm not going to give too much away, but we talked about, like, communications and all the other stuff, but, like, one of my challenges as an athlete when I go to other places is to not generalize the things that they do with the things that I do, right? So right. when they talk when they talk about how to do a lunge and when they talk about how to do an RDL, I hear RDL and I hear lunge and I think of that as a certain way of doing that. And it, it took a lot for me, a lot of focus to be like, okay, no, like you're you're a blank canvas right now. Like do the mm-hmm. RDL how they're telling you to do the RDL, not what you know the RDL to be or plank to be or anything like that. Right. So I really did. I tried to, I tried to do it as much as like a beginner would do it. Right. Like, and I also, I, I did save a lot in the tank. Like I didn't push myself to a threshold mm-hmm. where once I, once I crossed that threshold, then it's, what I would call survival mode in, right. in a class like that, right? And and I didn't push myself through that threshold. I would modify the things, but I would modify them according to what Jackie was telling me to modify them to, right. right? So that I could get that experience, right? So like, okay, if this is hard, if I'm experiencing something that I don't feel is right, like I can I can back off and this is what it would feel like. So I did take those modifications. Uh, I was able to... I mean, I felt it the next day, but I wasn't like, oh, my God, I'm not going to yeah. be able to walk out of here. Right. So um, and yeah, I think uh, it, it's something that for for people who want to go and try it out. And, and I encourage you guys to try it. Try everything. Right. Right. Um, right. You, you do. You have to go in there with an attitude of, all right, let me try it their way. Right. Because if you go in and you're like, no, this is how to do a lunge, then like. All right, then don't go to solid core. Like go somewhere else. Right. If you want to do your own workout, go somewhere where you can do your own workout. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. But like if you're gonna if you're gonna try it, like and and it's good to try new things because your body is gonna create that that novelty of of new movements and and even same old movements done in a different way. Right. Like you can get great results uh, if you just allow yourself to get out of your own way, get out of your own box. Yeah, for sure. I will say for me, I it's funny how like teaching can often refine the teacher's understanding of something um, right. and not like to elevate us at all. Just like we were in the position to be the instructors. And, you know, one of the things we talked about, and we'll get into this a little bit more uh, after the break, but like we talked about how if the body, like the body will perform the task. It's just a matter of are you using the right things to perform it? Uh, your body will push past. And, you know, obviously that's injury risk if you start using the wrong things, but you know, I really kept that in mind as I was taking the class and thus really made it for myself an effective class. I made sure I was feeling all the right things. And, um, right. I also hadn't taken in, in a week and a half. And so, yeah, I was, uh, my abs were pretty toasty the next day. It, <laughs> it, it had been a while since I had been that sore in my core, which is always, by the way, that's a weird, weird place to be sore. Cause you're like, I don't know. Do I have bubble guts? Did I eat something bad? Oh no, my abs just got shredded apart. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> right. There's a lot of there's a lot of time under tension. There's a lot of uh, planking, side planking, and um, it's, crunching, extensioning, crunching. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Flexing and extending. Yeah. I guess we, I guess that's what we would call it. But 
Um, I mean, I, I had done stuff like that before. It's not like I had never For done sure. Pilates before or I'd never done like a reformer class or I'd never done planks before, right? So it's not like, wow, this is something that I'm not used to. Right. right? So um, it, it was... Again, it, for me, it was just interesting to take it all in and and be like this fresh student and try to observe as much as I could. There's a couple of things that we wanted to highlight uh, from what we gave them, some things that we've shared on the podcast before that w- was cool to put through this different filter. And so we'll talk about those coming up next here on the Train With The Best podcast. The Train With The Best podcast is brought to you by Momentus. And lately, every week that I've been doing these ads, I've gone to livemomentous.com because I want to make sure that I'm not spilling the beans and letting you know about products that are on the way. Well, finally, the one that I've been really, really excited to tell you all about is out, vitamin D supplement, because it's winter and all of our vitamin D consumption drops dramatically because we absorb it through the sun. And now that the sun's not out very often, Uh, not great, but not only does Momentus have a brand new high quality vitamin D supplement, they have the perfect pairing for said vitamin D supplement. That's right. The amp human magnesium supplement. Magnesium supports more than 600 enzymatic processes, healthy cardiac and lung function, bone density, muscle tenderness and fatigue, and having magnesium levels that are adequate is necessary to help activate vitamin D in the first place. It is the perfect pairing. I take it every single morning and I am just a better, healthier, happier human because of it. So on top of all the proteins and the creatine and the elite sleep and all the other things that we've been telling you about for, at this point, years, new to the momentous brand, magnesium and vitamin D supplements. You can go add them to your subscription order right now for 25% off the first order, 15% off all the refills using the code train with the best 25. Again, that's train with the best 25 at livemomentous.com because if you're going to train with the best, that means you got to recover with the best. And that's why we use momentous. Continuing on the train with the best podcast, Chris, we started the presentation with a slide that actually was a quote from you on the pod a couple of weeks ago. It was like episode 175. I think this will be 181. So six weeks ago, uh, about how knowledge is having a lot of answers. Intelligence is knowing the questions to ask. And we kind of wound up through the entirety of the presentation, circling back to that quite a bit, that in reality, what this was, even though we spent time on the movement matrix, we spent time on planes of motion, we spent time on all of these nitty gritty training things that were certainly well within the scope of things uh, that the folks we were presenting to had, had studied before, um, that we really, at the end of the day, were coaching how to coach, not coaching how to do a lunge or a squat or a deadlift or a press or a pull or anything like that. And I thought that was reaffirming in a lot of ways, uh, considering those are the kinds of things that we come back to so often on the pod, uh, but also great to see that it's also the kind of thing that is applicable across so many different areas of the fitness spectrum. Yeah, I think, um, you know, we, we, we went over the example of like, Coaching principles are coaching principles, no matter what it is that you're doing, right? Whether you are a head coach or, or, or a football coach or an offensive coordinator or a personal trainer like me or a coach at a boutique studio that teaches off of one modality, like coaching is still coaching. It's still the same thing. And all of the principles of good coaching 
still apply. The way that you communicate, how do you effectively communicate? How do you cue people in and out of what you want them to do? How do you teach them? How do you show them? How do you tell them what to do, right? How do you deliver an experience? All of those things, no matter what type of coach you are, no matter what type of presenter that you are, even even in the midst of this podcast as a presentation of information to our listeners, we follow very simple principles that are always the same. And when you follow those principles, number one, you have an understanding of the principles so you don't forget the methods, right? We always talk about um, methods are many, principles are few, methods don't last, principles always do. Well, you also remember principles a lot better than you remember methods, right? right. Where if, you, if you're sitting here trying to memorize the sequence of, of whatever, the sequence of the ways that you teach things or protocols, you're going to forget. You just are. That's just the way things work. Like you try to memorize things, you forget things because eventually your brain has so much that it has to memorize that something has to something has to be deleted, right? Um, but if you understand principles, you can always apply those principles and you'll remember those principles will help you remember the methods and, and, and everything else that follows it, right? So we talked about that a lot. And then, and then I even like I coached them into a move on day two using a lot of it probably wasn't exactly because I haven't sat there and I haven't gone through training for uh for solid core and the way that they teach things but it was a lot like the way that they teach things right with the way that they present moves and it's not because I sat there and memorized their training manual because I haven't even seen the training manual but the training principles always apply and so that was a that was a lot of what we talked about and 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 a lot of day one for me was like you said, asking the right questions. Like what? I, I I know the principles that work. How do the principles apply in this setting? And that was what day one was about. Like just getting some feedback from them. What what are the challenges that they face? What are what are the resources that they have? What are the the confines of what they're able to work within? Right. Um. And then yeah, just applying the principles. And I think over the course of the two days too, what we were able to establish and, and what was also made clear to us was the challenge is, is creating those principles and presenting them in a way that's repeatable. It's not just, can we teach the, the six or eight people that were in that room with us these principles and why we process things the way we do? It's, do we present them so concretely and so clearly that they internalize them, understand them? with a 360 degree view that they can then turn around and teach it to their new coaches and their current coaches. They've got 500 coaches and counting. They're opening studios all over the country and they, they're bringing in new coaches to the studios that exist and new coaches into new markets where nobody has a concept of what solid core is at all. But the goal is that if someone who's taken a thousand classes and lives in DC where, where this business originated goes on a trip to Seattle or Denver where they're going to open these new studios for the first time, they could walk in and take a new coach who's coaching, you know, for one of the first times uh, and have a similar experience. And, and I think that's the really challenging part of scaling and why simple, clear cut, well communicated, well understood principles can help translate and why that really became the focus uh, of what we wanted to present and what we also would hope to bring to another boutique fitness company if we were to get hired to do similar things and any number of types of, you know, again, like this is a mega former uh, Pilates workout, but 
a dumbbell or treadmill based system, a, a hit based system, a whatever it is, these kinds of things that we're talking about of clear communication, of safety first, of you know some of these things, and of course giving people a lot more than these these single line headlines um, and, and some some actual practices to establish how to uphold these principles, um, but but by giving them really clear cut objectives. Um, in a systemic way, uh, that that's how you get that high repeatable quality. Yeah, especially especially when you're delivering a service, right? Like mm-hmm. you you don't have a product, right? You can't just present a product and uh, make it the same for everybody. That would be right, there's, there's no automating easier. this, right? Exactly. But you know, I, I, like I can think of just the good coaches that I've always seen, and and you can remember too, like. You were there when you were able to observe Sean McVay, mm-hmm. right? And he didn't just like say, hey, like this is the route that you run on this play. He made sure that people understood what is this play trying to accomplish against what type of defense? What is your role in this play? What is the spacing in this route combo? All those things. So you understood it. And then we could repeat it. And then we could get fancy with it, right? Like at the end of the day, look, in the NFL, there are only so many route combos, it's, there's mm-hmm. really not that many, right? But you do it out of motion. You do it out of trips. You do it out of different formations. But until you understand the basic concept that we're trying to achieve with this particular route combo against this particular defense, you're always going to forget where you're supposed to line up, where you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to get there, all those things. But when you have an understanding of the play, you understand the principle of the play, then it becomes repeatable. And, and, and it, there's no, like, it's not an accident that the Rams offense is always good every single year. It's not right. because they have superstar studs. Yes, they have good athletes, but, like, they don't have the number one talented wide receiver in the game. That's that's not who Cooper Cup right, like, is. Yeah, Cooper right? Cup is not Cooper Cup if he's not with Sean in that, that group. Like, could he be good right. elsewhere? Sure, but he's not the leading receiver in the NFL. It, exactly. And and all those guys are, are, are very similar. They're very good very good football players, but Cooper Cup's not going to be the number one wide receiver picked in the draft if if we did that, right? Neither is Robert Woods. Same thing with like the quarterback. He's not going to be the number one pick, but the, every single one of them understands what the offense is trying to do, and they do it at a high level, right? And and that's what coaching is, right? Like, can you can you coach your people into understanding the concepts? Because then the concepts become repeatable, and then you can you can do them at a very, very high level. Yeah. And to let's use a different word just for a second. Like it's really, do they understand the mission, right? Like one of the, the the way we ended day one of our, our two day presentation, the slide title was simply, what's the point? Like, what are we trying to actually accomplish here? And for years to go back to the NFL example, um, the gold standard was obviously the Patriots and the classic, like Bill Belichick, do your job thing. And I think what got lost in the Belichick, do your job talk was that what made Belichick special and what makes Nick Saban special and what makes Sean McVay special is that they are the best at clearly defining the job. They make it so that it's not just like, hey, do your job. And they have like some uncompromising standard and like they have secret blackmail or they find people or whatever it is that like they, they're not that good at like that much better at everyone else than upholding people to that standard. What they're better at is explaining exactly what they want people to do so there isn't any confusion, which includes, for the football sense of things, 
what is your job? What isn't? You are supposed to be here and that thing that's happening over there is not your responsibility. Just do this and trust the person next to you that they're going to take care of that thing over there. And so when you have that level of execution, you're going to see success because, you know, all schemes work on paper. Like in, in, you know, if you're drawing up, no, no coach ever drew up a play that was like, yeah, that was stupid. And it made its way into the playbook on Sunday. Um, but how easy is it for the players to actually execute it because they understand it and they understand exactly what they can do. And within the uncontrolled chaos of a game, if they really understand the assignment, they can freelance within the scope of their job to ultimately complete the mission. And so making sure that as a coach, you make it clear to your group class, to your individual client, to your staff, if you're in a management position, whatever it is, and this goes far beyond fitness, uh, obviously, we are talking about the NFL, but like it goes in, in business too, like okay, I need you to complete the spreadsheet. I need you to complete, uh, you know, to get it to this person. I need you to do whatever else. Like if you can make everybody understand exactly what their job is and how it fits in the larger context, your buy-in is going to be off the charts and your execution is going to be as high as it possibly can. That's correct. And I think you, you hit on a couple of things right there because all of these people, like they, they, they teach execution and execution is one thing like you said, like drawing up the scheme on paper is one thing, but then understanding the principles allow you to apply it in situations because the situations are going to determine the way that you, the way that you execute. Right. So like we might have it drawn on paper like this, but if it's third down and six or it's third down and seven, we're going to run the route a little bit differently than we right. are, than it's drawn on paper. Right. Like, so like that, but again, like for you to be able to perform at that level, you have to have a base understanding of the principles and then your players or your coaches or whatever it is that we're defining right now, then they can think on their feet. So they're not just going to go out there and run the play blindly and be like, well, this is how it's drawn in paper. I like, know this is how it's drawn on paper because we got to draw it up somewhere, but this is the concept that you need to understand and then use your head and think and apply it to every situation because it's going to be different in every situation. Right. Right. And, and like one of the things we talked about um, specific to solid core was like on their, their eval sheet, starting class on time is a, is a, one of the, the parameters right. obviously. Right. And yeah. it's like, well, would you rather start late and ensure X, Y, Z has happened or, you know, start on time. And it's like, well, if you understand the mission, then, you know, maybe there is there a situation where you start 30 seconds late and should the the training manager like give credit for that? Like, yeah. And I'll just make up a random example. Like if if everybody's coming out of a driving rainstorm and has to like take an extra minute to dry off their their hair, their clothes, whatever, and nobody in the class is ready, and you're as the instructor helping everybody get in a more comfortable space, is, are you just gonna be like, oh my god, I'm I've got to start on time? No, you're gonna make your clients comfortable and, and make it a more enjoyable experience. So like. Of course, you you could start that thirty seconds late or a minute late, um, and, and there's an intelligence and an emotional intelligence and, a, and an ability to read the room and understand that the whole point of starting the class on time isn't some like oh the trains have to run on time you know dedication to a clock. It's to give everybody the best experience possible, and so um, those those types of things that if you if you understand what the mission is. 
and how it fits into the larger mission of, of how you as a company, as an individual, as a team, as a whatever unit uh, collection that we're talking about, define success, then you give people such a higher chance of actually achieving it. Right. Uh, so that'll do it for this podcast. Mission accomplished. We hopefully gave good information. Uh, we did it. And uh, if you are someone who is part of, whether it's a boutique fitness company or uh, you run a small gym, a big gym, whatever it is, and you're interested in having us come present, uh, you can go to trainwiththebest21.com, fill out the forms, or just reach out. Reach out via email. Uh, hello at trainwiththebest21.com. Uh, Chris, anything else? No, that's it. Looking right. forward to getting back on this next week. Let's do it again next week. Uh, that's it, and that's all for this year, Train With The Best podcast, and we will indeed see you next week.